0: Okay, and welcome to another episode of the Stevenson's Mind. And today I want to talk about making sense of the senses. That's right, making sense of the senses. What are the senses? Why are they important to us as human species and other living animals, mammalians, etc.? And are they important? Uh, do we really need them? Sure, we do. But uh, how much do we need them? How important is it to what we do in our day-to-day lives? What exactly are they? Are they real or are they just uh, something that's subjective and uh, perceptive? Um, And perception is the key word here because the senses, as we're going to see, are not based on a binary sort of biological process, even though... They might work fundamentally that way. They are interpreted in a perceptive way, so it means it's very subjective. And really what uh, brought this around was way back when I was working in, in a company in my younger years, and I used to think traditionally there were the five senses you know, that we've all learned about in school and through culture. And we might have heard of maybe the sixth sense, which was basically foresight or intuition or... Uh, vision or being able to to be in tune with uh, the, the world and reality and, and getting sort of an edge on on things. That was in, intuitive. Uh, but then uh, my manager at the current company I was working at, her husband wrote a book uh, on the senses. And I believe he wrote about 14 different senses. And that actually caught me off guard. And Took me by surprise because I was so used to hearing about just the fundamental five senses and you know, maybe the sixth sense that to have 14 was inconceivable. But then, uh, once you sort of get into the research, you do find out that traditionally, you know, we do operate with our, our five fundamental senses, but there's a lot more out there. Uh, they go as high as I've seen on the internet 33, and maybe even more than that. So What I want to go through today is just cover briefly the five different senses. You know, we can talk lightly about the other senses, both in terms of human and non-human. And just see how really important uh, they are in our our day-to-day lives. And, um, you know, if you can imagine a world without the senses, what would that world be like? So first off, uh, what are the senses? You know, let's go to a, a basic definition of that. So if I just pull up Wikipedia here. So right off the top, Wikipedia says that a sense is a psychological, sorry, a sense is a physiological capacity of organisms that provides data for perception. So once again, a sense is a physiological capacity of organisms that provides data for perception. So really, the key word here is perception, because as I said, even though they might operate in a a binary sort of fashion biologically, In reality, it comes down to perception. And perception is something that's very unique because it does not contain any sort of binary uh, decisions or binary factors in the sense when something is expressed in what we consider our reality, it is very subjective. So basically, humans have receptors on them and the The senses are based on these receptors, and the main concept here is that you have information coming into these receptors, and the receptors convert that information into information in your physiological process or capacity that organisms have, such as, say, humans, for example. Animals have them, too, but we're going to focus on humans here. So... If we look at information coming in, it's being processed and represented for you, and you perceive the representation of that information, and that's what the perception is. So, if you look at the the five basic senses, uh, we'll just go through them here. These are also known as the Aristotelian senses, so I guess he sort of brought them together fundamentally and they're based on our biology, so with the the organs that we have. Um, So if we go through the five senses, they're basically sight, hearing, smell, touch, and taste. And once again, there's more, but these are the the basic senses that we use day-to-day when we operate as human beings. So each of these uh, biological organs has a receptor, and information comes into the receptor and is converted and represented as information in the brain and we perceive or we get a sense, no pun intended, of the perception of a certain incident or situation or consequence of or a picture that, that, uh, that we're in. So these senses, again, leading to perception, they're very sort of malleable to uh, impression, to opinions. And you know, if we look at the, the classic example of two people are at an intersection and an accident happens, when you ask the two people what happened, you know, they'll give you the general description, which will be sort of common to both stories, but how they perceive the accident will be different. And, you know, someone might say it was uh, this person's fault. Like they both saw two, say, you know, vehicles collide. But, you know, one person might say, no, it was this person's fault. And the other might say, no, it was this other person's fault based on maybe where they were standing, how they perceived the, uh, the accident, etc. So that's really important because when you come down to it, so these senses are giving you information. You're personalizing that information and you're seeing an expression of reality that way. So the world to me will be different to the world to you, and that's unique and important. And I guess that's what makes things fun. Also, if we all saw things the same way, it'd be kind of boring. Um, the The receptors also being a, a biological function, they're conducive to to being healthy or not. So your senses and. The perception of of what you see can also be biased based on the physical health of of the receptors, and that's really important, so that uh, two people, they might see the same color differently depending on, you know, the health of their eyesight. So let's start with uh, sight. So sight is uh, one of the senses that is uh, uh, given by the eyes. And, you know, we each have two eyes. Uh, we have receptors in the eyes. And what the eyes do is they take in light and they convert light into information in our brain. And we we make sense of that. Uh, and some people uh, actually break down uh, the sense of sight into two substances because they say that you're actually getting uh, two bits of information, one being color coming into you and the other one being brightness. So you're seeing color of the information, and then you're also seeing how loud or soft, in terms of uh, visual capacity, that information is. So sight is very important. Uh, we use sight, uh, you know, to walk, uh, to see what is, you know, out there. Um, you know, when we talk to people, we look at them, uh, and since the eyes are open most of the time, except when you're sleeping. And even then, when you're sleeping, you're dreaming, so you're sort of seeing in your brain. But in, in a waking world, uh, in a waking gestation, uh, when you're visualizing the information that's being presented to you, that becomes a reality. So what you see is uh, what you believe to be true. Uh, so, for example, if I look at you know what I'm seeing right now, I'm seeing the laptop. Um, I'm actually seeing different things about the laptop. I'm seeing the actual hardware in its entirety. I'm seeing the geometric shape of, you know, the rectangular format of the laptop. I'm seeing the keys on the keyboard, you know, the stickers of the branding, a few lights here and there. I'm also seeing the LED screen. And I'm seeing, you know, the, the brightness that's coming from the screen that's, you know, directed towards my routine. And, you know, I'm seeing the information that's on the laptop, the browser, the documents, the taskbar, etc. And I can look at this laptop and I can focus on something about the laptop, maybe the look or the style. Someone else can look at the exact same laptop and, you know, they will notice something differently because visually something is maybe sort of attracting, you know, a certain thought or a certain familiarity about the laptop to them. So we can both look at the same laptop and have two different opinions or impressions about it once again, that's what makes things unique and creative in this world is not all senses give the same information because of perception, how we perceive things. So senses, as I said, really important. We use it to guide ourselves, to walk and to see things in a sense that becomes our reality. Um, If things were to change, you know, say... the the color of the laptop, I was able to see a certain color and someone else wasn't able to see that color, that would change the reality of the laptop for them. They might discount the laptop as saying, you know, it's not a very good laptop because I can't see a certain thing. So again, what we see and perceive is really important because that gives us an impression of what we consider the true world to be. Uh, If you look at uh, another sense, the sense of hearing, hearing is also important. The range traditionally for humans is about, I believe, 20 to 20,000 hertz, going from low to high. You know, we know of, uh, say, dogs who can hear outside of that 20,000 hertz range, much higher. The dog whistles are to us silent, but to a dog, they can, you know, hear that whistle. Lower frequencies, uh, some mammals can hear, you know, lower frequencies than the humans can. And hearing is important because. Uh, we use hearing to sort of uh, converse with people you know when we're watching tv listening to music etc and you know when i was younger i used to think of the ears as being the speaker but actually the ears are the the microphone and the brain is representing that information that's uh, coming in so that's another thing you know depending on different people's uh, physical health of the ears the information that you get will be represented accordingly. Uh, so for someone who's uh, maybe gone to a lot of, say, rock concerts or had some sort of hearing damage, they might may not be able to hear as well as someone else. So again, the perception of something might change for that person because of you know a bias in their sensory receptor in the ear. And again, hearing is as important as sight, uh, we hear you know if we're driving and there's someone honking or if we you know walk down the road and someone shouts our name out you know we turn around and look to see who that is it almost gets into sort of a defense mechanism as well right if you hear uh, the sirens coming at you or if you know you hear something that you know that you know is going to be dangerous you become aware and you know you 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 move or get out of the way so hearing is an important sense the next sense, the olfactory sense, is the sense of smell. And these are basically uh, you know, fibers that, I guess it's a square-shaped fiber of tissue that's inside your nose. And they, again, they're the sensory receptors that pick up information and convert it into information in your mind, and that's how you perceive if something smells good or bad. And they do say um, smell has a lot to do with uh, taste. Um, rather than taste directly. And smelling is important because, um, you know, on a very fundamental level, you can smell food that has gone bad. And if it smells foul, you're not going to eat it. So, you know, you might want to, if you have, you know, a suspicion that something's bad, you might want to smell it first before rather than tasting it, right? Like, say, milk in the fridge that's gone spoiled, Uh, smell is you know a very important sensation we determine good things to smell good and you know bad things to smell bad you know that's why the cologne industry is huge because you know they cater to different uh, smells and spectrum of you know smells on the scale and again it's it's personal and it's you know it's perceptive you know if you cook a dish someone might find that you know very pleasant but you know, someone in a different culture who's not used to that dish might, you know, not like the smell of that, you know, avoid that dish. So perception, again, I keep saying it, it's really important. Um, the The next one is touch, uh, the sense of touch. That's important. Also, uh, you know, holding a loved one, if you weren't be able to, you know, touch them and feel them. That's, you know, part of the loving process, holding your baby, caressing your baby, feeling your baby. And, you know' this is not just for humans too, but you know if you look at furniture, you're more apt to, to buy furniture you know on how it feels as well, right? Like you want your your mattress to be soft, you want your couch to be comfortable, you want your chair to be comfortable. all of that is touch. Um, you know that's that's really important. And again the the sense of touch is perceptive right? Some people might prefer you know sleeping on a harder mattress. And find that comfortable, where some people might prefer sleeping on a softer mattress and, and find that comfortable. The, the fifth uh, sense that we have is the sense of taste. And this encompasses, uh, again, different sort of uh, categories of taste. And, you know, we know these uh, traditional categories to fall in the realm of sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and umami. And umami is considered the savory taste, which means it's um, an explosion in your mouth, if you will, of, of good flavor. And umami is not just a flavor, but it's an experience as well. So you can think of having a you know a really nice hot shower, and you know, you don't want to get out of that shower because you're in the zone, hot shower feels good. That's umami. Or oh, if on a really hot summer's day, you have a sip of a, you know, a cold beverage, like a cold beer or a cold. Cola or something, and that refreshing instant first sip that you get—that's umami right there. Umami is an experience, also in conjunction to being a, a taste feature. And again, with uh, the sense of taste, that's how we judge our food. And you know, some people might find a dish sweet, uh, where someone else might not find it sweet if their taste receptors, you know, have some sort of uh, physical ailment uh, in terms of sour. Some people might you know, taste something sour and really like it. And you know, someone might not like uh, something sour like the sour candies or even you know, something like bitter. I traditionally enjoy bitter things, uh, but some people don't, right? And again, it's coming down to perception. And as people, we're allowed to have our own perceptions. And again, perception in, in the senses is very important because if I have these five senses and I see the world in a particular way, You will have these five senses, you'll see the world in a different way. How can we agree on certain things? Because we're both right, right? We're both looking at it from uh, the advantage or disadvantage of our sense receptors. So it's really important to keep that in mind that, you know, when they say, you know, uh, put yourself in the other person's shoes, put yourself in the other person's senses as well. Know where they're coming from, not just mentally from a state of mind, uh, but physically as well, right? This is again. The sensory receptors are physical And they are getting an impression of the world Based on that So really keep that in mind Uh, Buddhism is interesting They actually look at the the mind As a sensory receptor And uh, this is basically thought And reality that comes from consciousness So the mind is the receptor for thought And it displays your consciousness So I thought that was uh, really interesting if we get into other, um, you know, different um, senses that we have in the bodies, the sense of balance, uh, that's uh, how we determine, you know, how we can stand upright or if uh, we're on something that's shaky like a ship, how we can sort of maneuver to offset that shakiness. Uh, so that's a sense uh, that we have in relation to, to our direction and to where we're standing. There's the uh, sense of temperature. That's important, right? Uh, Temperature—how hot you might feel, how cold you might feel—in terms of internally as well as external. Touching an ice cube versus touching a touching a burning stove. Um, there's the uh, sense of proprioception. And once again, that word is proprioception. That's think of it like when you touch your nose without looking, or when you you know climb your stairs. It's sort of your spatial sense. You know, you do have an awareness of of where you are in conjunction to something. Uh, There's the sense of uh, nociception, and that's the sense of pain. Um, You know, that's important too, right? Um, Because it's a signal to say that, hey, something's uh, wrong here. Um, There's also magnetoception, and that's something that, um, you know, uh, more you find it in birds, they have a sense of the... General direction of uh, the magnet of the earth. So they know where they are in conjunction to that magnetic pull. Uh, they say sexual stimulation is also a sort of a sense that we have. Uh, you know, there are some non human senses like hygroreception, you know, the sense of moisture. Um, there's also, you know, we've heard of this one, echolocation. That's another sense. And I believe, uh, you know, bats have that. And uh, there is, uh, you know, you'll see it on YouTube, uh, someone who is blind. And cannot see but uses uh, echolocation to you know find uh, their way and walk and actually in the youtube video he's actually riding a bike he's making these noises with his mouth and they're echoing off the surface and in relation to that echo he's sort of able to judge his distance Um, so really you know we take for granted the senses that we have but if we sort of are aware of each sense, that's really important because then we're aware of perception. And because we're aware of perception, you're aware of the reality of the world. And once you're aware and you sort of master your own senses, then when dealing with people, uh, you'll sort of be more sensitive and aware of where they're coming from. And knowing that uh, because everything is perception, you know, both people can be right. And, you know, in those times when you disagree or you get into heated arguments, you know, you should know that this is what's happening. The, the senses are displaying, you know, different information than, than you, you might have. Um, you know, certain things will also affect the senses. Uh, drugs, when you take drugs, that'll alter the senses and give you different perceptions. So just because, you know, you might have a certain uh, receptor working in a certain way you know, when you're fully conscious and awake, when you absorb that drug, you know, or alcohol, or whatever the altering effect is of substances, rather, um, it'll change the receptor and change your your sense of perception, and then again, changing the reality of the world, right? So, you know, we've all sort of seen where if someone's drunk too much alcohol and they see the the room start to spin, you know, is the the room really spinning, or is it in your mind, you know, that you're spinning? So keep in mind, you know, the five senses, but keep in mind there are other senses and, you know, you can go out and research. Like I said, I've seen up to 33 and I'm sure there's more. And I'm sure as uh, things advance in learning and biology and research, we'll be finding more senses. And also very important is to know what senses are hitting you consciously as well as unconsciously, right? So be aware of, you know, what information is being presented to you, but also try to sort of stop and meditate and think about you know what is hitting you that you don't know about, and that's causing you to react a certain way, or, or you know, think of reality as being a certain way. So that's some food for thought. And um, check you out on the next episode of Stevenson's Mind.